0: Welcome to another episode of Tell Me More. I'm your host, Mariam, and your 24 7 motivation source. This is a podcast where we explore the art of personal growth and self improvement. So, whether you're looking to improve your relationships, your cardio, your health, or your overall well being, my podcast offers you practical tips and advice that is very easy to apply in your everyday life. Each week, I bring you conversations with experts and practitioners who share their insights, strategies and stories about how to not just exist, but to live and learn and to be more comfortable and confident with yourself. So whether you're just starting off in your self-improvement journey or you're a seasoned pro, this podcast is just for you. So join me each week as we explore new ideas, challenge our thinking and ultimately create the life that we want. So let's get started for today. hey guys welcome back to another episode of tell me more so you know our generation right now it's one thing that a lot of people are talking about people who are elder to us then the people who are of our generation also and when i talk about generation i'm talking about gen Z. our generation is really struggling with you know wanting to stick with the right kind of jobs or to start something of our own or you know most of us are not even happy in the jobs that we're doing right now with modernization taking over, we do not know that, you know, it's possible to mix up passion or and, you know, get money also for it. So a lot of us do try to do it. We do try to, you know, take something that we're passionate about and gonna get a lot of money for it too. But at the end of the day, you need something that will fulfill your needs and wants. But with so many different options out there, you just feel like, you know, there aren't enough ways to make money. And even though we have way too many options compared to what our ancestors had or even our parents had, we know that today if we like something, we can definitely like mix and match and we can make something which is going to be phenomenal and something that is going to be completely different and earn money out of it. But now because there are so many options and there are so many things that you want to do, okay, you're so confused. Our generation also has like these really, really high demands and We know it, like we want to be paid well. We want, you know, our freedom. We want our lives that do not revolve around work. And I think all of them are really good, you know. You do need to be paid well because things are always on a rise. You need to save up for your future. You need to invest in everything. And people have realized that you're not working, you know, because you have to work or something. You're working because you want to treat yourself well. You want to get money to treat yourself well, your family well. And those are valid points. We want more freedom because we are the generation that went through, you know, COVID. We are the generation that got stuck at a prime spot, again. Okay? And we were struggling to even, you know, like, talk to people or go to college or something. And we've lost onto a good amount of things in the two years that COVID was, you know, at its uh, hype or at its spike or whatever you want to call it. And because of that now, freedom is like really important to us, whether it's freedom to just, you know, chill and eat like a late breakfast and then go to work. Or maybe, you know, just freedom to walk out of work at any point of time to take work from home or to travel more. Anything. Freedom can come in many different ways. And it's totally fine for us to not revolve our entire lives around work. I do get it that people are in this hustle culture and everything. Hustling does not mean that you're constantly working. You're working twenty four by seven or something. Trust me, because I probably work just two or three hours of the day. Like I will get all my work done in those two or three hours because I procrastinate. Otherwise, I will procrastinate. I'll do it so slowly, and it's just that you know some. I'll, I'll get done with the major chunk of my work in the first two or three hours, and then the rest I'll literally take one task and I'll prolong it for ages and ages and ages, and I mean, there are different people. They work in different ways, okay? So knowing that our lives do not revolve just around work is something great. And I mean, at least, you know, for the non-workaholics, and mind you, if somebody says that they're a workaholic and they think it's good, just smack them and remind them that it's an addiction just like any other. It's fine to not be a work. It's actually great not to be a workaholic because being a workaholic... Is just another kind of addiction. People think that it's too glorified and oh my god, it's too great. Because you just look at the uh monetary gain of it, you know. But if you actually live with a workaholic or you are a workaholic, you will realize that a lot of other parts of your life get impacted majorly because of it. You do not get enough family time, you do not get any time with your friends, you do not you you know you feel emotionally left behind, you know. So having said all of that. You need to know that we are so influenced by what is happening, like, on social media. And honestly, who wouldn't want to, like, live that entire nomadic life, work from anywhere, work at our own time and work for ourselves, okay? But as for me, I don't want, like, wealth or money or, you know, just for the money part of it. Money is definitely important, but it's important only if you have the freedom to, like, spend it and to enjoy it. Freedom is to choose, like, for me, my day should not be just a 9-to-5 schedule. It should be something different. And considering that, you know, all of these things that we have discussed about, you know, how we want our work life to be and everything, there are certain narratives that need to, you know, change. There are certain narratives that people need to talk about or need to change or start looking at it differently, whether you are at a leadership position or just at a position of a follower, you know. First one being that your nine-to-five cannot be your only source of income and mind you I know a lot of people tell you that oh you know what you go behind something that you're passionate about and you'll get a lot of money and all of that yeah 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 it is it's possible all of those things are possible but it's not possible if let's say you're the sole member of the family who is earning. Or you have like bills to pay, you already have a house and stuff and you have like student loans or whatever. At that point of time, passion goes on the back burner because you don't have the liberty to have all of these other, you know, fancy things going on in your head. All you need to think about at that point of time is that, yes, I need to get a job that is going to be stable, that's going to pay me constantly. And that's why I'm not saying a nine to five job is stable because, yes, you can be replaced. Yes, somebody else can come and do your job. But at the end of the day, you need to also find something that you know that will pay you at least for a while, okay? If you do your job well, you're going to stay out there. So when you have a 9-to-5 job and you get comfortable in it and everything and you know that you're doing well out there, it cannot be your only source of income because, again, as I mentioned, if they find someone better than you who is doing the same work at a lower price, they will definitely kick you out. You are replaceable. Do not ever think that you're not replaceable. So, please, please, find something which is, you know, another source of income. It could be something very simple and something that everybody does. Or it could be something that is your passion project. At this point of time, you could take something that you're really passionate about and actually start building a business around it, okay? Second is that you need to understand that questions do not make you dumb. I know a lot of people who, you know, join uh, new offices or new surroundings and stuff, Okay. And they will not ask questions because they feel like they are supposed to know every single thing. No, honey, you're not supposed to know every single thing. It is okay to ask questions. If you don't know something, if you are quite clueless about something, you, certain jargon is being used, you can definitely ask what it means. You can definitely ask what the person means by, you know, whatever they're saying or how would they want you to approach that. And it does not need to be you asking constantly every single moment in that very moment. You can literally just, you know, write it down somewhere and ask later on that, hey, could I have like five minutes and ask those questions because questions do not make you dumb. But not knowing those things uh, is what's going to make you dumb. You might think that you're going to look really cool if you don't question around on the basic things that everybody is understanding. But you're never going to learn otherwise. You're never going to learn and you're always going to be left behind because everybody else would have known those things Okay. And you're never going to be able to even know those things or apply it in your work or your life or wherever. So ask the right questions at the right time and you're going to get the right answers and it's not dumb to ask it. Third is that, you know, to change your employee expectations uh, from like a work-life balance and, you know, perspective. So you need to understand that as an employee, you're not just going to be, you know, in working and, you know, making somebody else's dreams come true and all of that stuff, okay? Yes, you, you as I your 95 job is definitely somebody's side of us uh, income, you know? But you need to know that these expectations that you have of uh, that, oh, you know, as an employee, I'm going to be treated this way, this way, this way, this way, have to change. You need to understand that you need a work-life balance. You need a purpose. If you have a purpose at work, okay, and your purpose aligns with what you're doing. It is going to definitely make even the company, you know, get be more resourceful through you. And it's also going to make you happy. So if you're sitting and you're setting your goals, do not just set goals which are in terms of monetary this or like success. Oh, yeah, I want a promotion and all of that. Actually try to figure out what are your goals? Do they align with what you are doing in your life right now? Is it like something that you would like to, you know, work on through your work? Try doing those things. Try to mix your purpose with the work that you already have. Try to get a work-life balance at this point of time. um the next is to redefine success and fulfillment in your life success and fulfillment does not only come so even if you have like let's say a job and you know that you're not feeling really happy out there it again comes back to finding your purpose in the job finding you know your what's going to make you happy like to what extent can you get involved with the rest of the team or you know or working on something that is going to give you fulfillment and you have to redefine success for yourself because it's not going to be always, you know, this huge promotion or getting a lot of money or something of that sort. Success is even that you did not know a particular software when you joined the company. And then now you do know that software. So even the people who are at leadership roles need to start realizing that success is not always going to look like, you know, a shiny bright star. It's going to be in leaps and bounds. It's going to be slow. For some people, it's going to be really fast for some people. And you need to appreciate all of these different types of successes. And if you appreciate it, and if you even say it out once in a week or once in a while, okay, the other person's going to feel that, yes, okay, I am doing something right. And they're going to feel more fulfilled in their job. And that is what makes a big, big, big difference, you know. Now, all, all of these things are super important. There's one thing that I feel is extremely important, and that is leadership leadership is so very important and it comes again in different ways in different roles i was working in this place and somebody told me that i did not have you know leadership qualities and for anybody who knows me i think that is like one of the biggest lies or like the biggest things that so, so that's one of those things that nobody would point out in me so i did ask you know that what kind of leadership were they looking at because i was at a very junior role out there And these were, like, really senior people who asked me that I should, you know, maybe I'm not showing the right kind of leadership or something of that sort. And they had no answer. And that's why I, I want, like, whoever's listening to this to understand that leadership could be very different for different people at different roles. And to mark that out or to say that, yeah, okay, fine, you know, you can show leadership in this way or you can be a leader in that way. For somebody who is, like, at the base level, okay, their leadership could be them making the right kind of lists and asking the same right kind of questions and trying to like just start working on something even before they've been told to work on it like anticipatory you know work which does turn out to be obviously what they have to do and that could be leadership because they're not waiting for anybody to come and tell them what has to be done and then obviously you have leadership at the senior levels which is the most obvious kind of you know leadership and You have to learn to see that these small things that are there, whether it's leadership, it's redefining success and fulfillment, you know, in your job or, you know, changing your expectations and trying to get like this work-life balance and, you know, purposed into your work or asking the right questions or, you know, making sure that your nine-to-five is not your only source of income. It all on a larger scale does impact you a lot. And that is why you have to change, you know, job narratives. It cannot just be like what it was for our parents or for the people who were before us that, oh, you know, you get a degree, you study, you get into like a really good place and that's it. Like your life, nice. you're there till the time you retire. And you're a nobody. Nobody remembers you. Nobody does anything. Yes, if you do something exceptional, you're probably going to be given an award or whatever. But you're not going to find any fulfillment because you probably spent your entire life just dedicating towards your work and you've forgotten everybody along the way. So, yeah, you have to start seeing this and you have to grow. You have to grow. You have to start seeing all of these small, small things. And the thing is that when you are, you know, looking at these things, there's a traditional career path shift that happens, okay? And that traditional career path shift is that we have, like, in our way, we have set up that, you know, when we grow up, we even have instilled it in our kids, okay? You will go to school, you will go to college, you will to get into this entry-level job, you will get promotions, you will retire, and that's it, as I said before, okay? And the better college you get into, the better your degree, the better money is coming your way, and it's all about working hard and not working smart. But things are changing, and there are so many unconventional pathways to combine your passions with money, and, you know, just gain and be happy with it. You will have to disappear for a while, and you'll have to stop giving a damn about all the things and just focus only on yourself, but it's gonna be so worth it, trust me. And most people are gonna end up feeling like they are stuck, you know, because they aren't ready to leave this comfort of conventional route, you know? And you're too scared to fail. But well, new smash, it's better than, you know, to have failed and wasted like five years of your life rather than 50 years when you're sitting here, you're when you're 60 and you've retired and you're just like, oh, you know, I've not done this and I've not done that. I mean, most of you are right now in relationships and you're pouring your efforts in into that dopamine rush okay with no future with this partner you don't even know if this person's gonna be with you you know two years down the line or even two months down the line so why can't you believe in yourself and just do those things for yourself like please focus on yourself at this point of time focus on creating these you know mindset shifts and changing your job narratives okay and building a life for yourself please start seeing growth As it's horizontal and not just vertical, don't be like, oh, yeah, I want to grow within one company, you know, from one position to another. Start looking at it horizontally. Start looking at it like, okay, fine, I'm going to do this right now. I'm going to do that now, that, that, that. And I'm going to grow probably in different companies in different ways. So, yeah, I think that's all I wanted to share. And if you like what I have shared and if you agree with it, definitely get in touch with me, share it with other people let them know that this is what you know you think is good for them and yeah if you like anything share it on your social media because it really helps Bye. everything's gonna be fine and with this i'll leave you with one more thing that you can work on this week and take a step closer to being a version of yourself that is confident and more you know pure and you have more clarity so thank you so much for showing up and giving me your time if you like this podcast, please share it on your social media, subscribe, leave a remark, do anything, and just tag me on TMM4. Have a great week ahead. Bye.